0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational.
1: Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association along with Terry Reed, an engineer, Dr. Carl Williams, medical doctor, and our producer, Ed Salswell, all directors at SAPSA. We're here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. We have with us today, David Reeves with David Reeves Ministries. Really fascinating how many facets there are into this ministry. We had a previous program where we talked about many of the ministries they are into. One of them, David, and welcome today, is that y'all have a Wonders of Creation Center. What's in there?
0: special place, call it the Wonders of Creation Center and it's in Lewisburg Tennessee, it is basically a 12,000 square foot facility that we've just built out within the last year and we have the Genesis Science Network Studios are housed in there, the Genesis Science Network is a free 24-7 TV channel dedicated to biblical creation, we have offices in there, we have editing suites where we edit up videos Content. We have, you know, green screen studios and standard studios. We have an event center where we can hold about around 200 people, and we also have a museum. Basically, we have a number of displays dedicated to different aspects of creation. So, you know, for instance, if you come, you'll see a full size T Rex head that was actually modeled by a good friend, Buddy Davis. We have dinosaurs. bible with actual manuscripts and artifacts dating all the way back to the 1100s we have giant observatory class telescopes we have exhibits on how special our earth is we have exhibits on flood geology and fast fossils and all sorts of things like that is that set
1: up for kids as well would young people be able to get much out of this
0: for younger children on dinosaurs and on the Ice Age and on uh, fossils. And we actually let children touch things like, you know, fossils and trilobites. proteins, osteocytes, blood vessels things that just wouldn't exist for 65 million years or more and yet that's what our children are being taught. They're told that, you know, over 65 million years ago the dinosaurs roamed the earth and then they went extinct in a giant meteor strike. Yet here we find these giant dinosaurs buried in rock layers that were once sediment, mud they were once buried in a flood, a giant global flood, and some of those bones still contain soft tissue. So we try to make it really interactive and really available for homeschoolers and for youngsters.
1: I really thank God for the amount of good quality museums and facilities like yours that I see springing up all across the country. I was at one in Abilene recently that impressed me. There's one outside of Branson. Now, these are much smaller facilities than what you're dealing with, but ICR right now is in the midst of building a new first-class museum and center showing the creation evidence. And of course, we all know what AIG has in Kentucky. You know, I think that's important because, and you mentioned ICR's
0: facility that they're building out. I've been to the Pro Museum in Dallas, Texas there, and I've seen all of this evolutionary atheistic-based content, and I see all of these schoolchildren going through that, and they're, they're slowly being indoctrinated that they have no purpose in life, that they're simply animals acting out their existence just like other animals like ICR, you know, trying to do it right and to open up these high-quality exhibit and museums, it makes a difference, and it makes, I believe, an internal difference if you can get to the younger generation. David, I saw on one of your YouTube videos where you mentioned uh, some giants of science like Newton, Galileo, Kepler. How did the Bible inform these scientists who, who pioneered science? You know, what we've found is that all of the greatest pioneers in science, in science, the majority of them were Bible-believing creationists. And if you were to take an example, and I'll just give you one. There was a man by the name of Matthew Fontaine Maury. He's known as Pathfinder of the Seas. And basically, he was laying in bed extremely ill one day when his daughter came in, and uh, you know, he's a naval commander. So his daughter comes in, she's trying to comfort him. opens up to Psalm 8 what is man that thou art mindful of him thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and is crowned him with glory and honor you know that one and it's beautiful language but there comes a point in Psalm 8 where the passage says whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas O Lord our Lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth well at this point Matthew sits up in bed and he starts to repeat over and over again paths of the sea paths of the sea he says, if I ever get out of this bed, I'm going to figure out what it means by paths of the sea. Now, as a naval commander, he has the ability to do this. He can figure this out if there's any truth to that scripture. So he devotes his entire life's effort to trying to chart the ocean current and the paths that ships still follow to this day. Now, you might say, well, somebody would have figured that out anyway. That's They might have. That's not. The point is he used scripture to figure it out before other scientists were able to figure it out. Why? Because he had the word of God. He had scientific foresight mentioned in the Bible that held the key to some of these new discoveries. And so I love to encourage young people the next generation of scientists discovery if we start looking first at what the Bible says.
1: You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to SAPSA.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking with David Rees with David Rees Ministries. David, you just recounted a great story from Matthew Murray, who was a deep believer in Scripture, and that led him to insight into the science of this world. Carl, do you have a question for Dave? Why don't you had a TVN broadcast, I think, on the 2nd, just a couple of days ago, about the fountains of the deep. What was that all about?
0: <laughs> that one, I believe I know the one you're talking about. On our weekly TV show, Creation in the 21st Century, we try to discuss a variety of different topics, and I think the latest one that aired, uh, we were talking about the fountains of the deep. It's mentioned multiple times throughout Scripture, the fountains of the deep, were. layers, sedimentary strata throughout the world. If you go to the Grand Canyon today and you see the layering there, well, that's evidence of a catastrophic flood. And one of the keys to that is by studying those layers and studying exactly how flat they are. Because if you look out in your backyard or you go outside, you're going to see in your average piece of grass, you're going to see a lot of erosional marks. You'll see ditches down by the road. You'll see these little channels and streams that have washed out just from rainwater over the last few years. Yet secular geologists want us to believe that every layer laid around for 500,000, maybe a million years before the next layer was laid on top. The fact that every layer in the Grand Canyon is flat as a pancake, most of them are flat as a pancake, some of them have been uplifted, but they're absolutely straight, with no erosional marks in them. That means that those layers were catastrophically deposited, one right after the other, very rapidly. And that again points to the global flood. It wasn't just a local Mesopotamian flood. It wasn't something that uh, you know just affected one tiny region. The evidence is all around us, within these
1: rock layers. I'm just fascinated by the variety of topics that you all present, everything from Fountains of the Deep to astronomy to Egyptian chronology. I am so thankful for your ministries and the information that you put forth to people to understand the Bible is true and can be believed from the very first verse. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Just to cap that, in the last two programs, I haven't even touched everything that's part of your ministry. You have 230 YouTube videos, which I would recommend. You have a 60-second radio feature called the Genesis Science Minute. I would recommend to people, and we have to close, that they go to davidreevesministry.org just to get a feel for everything that you offer. We thank God for you, and thank you, David. Thank
0: you so much for the opportunity, and I look forward to
1: being a part of some future programs. Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salswell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.